I say to you, chaps, shouldn't you go on a diet? Are you talking to me? Hmm, maybe if these guys would make these holes bigger, I could fit easy, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I'll help you out. No worries, no. Hey, come on, guys, we have work to do. We come from the Action 52 game world where every game is... Yeah, we're talking action and lots of it. We got space, dragon, adventure, even war games. Yeah, dude, we even got rescue games, and man, they're smooth like ice. Hey, what about you guys? Oh, yeah, we're in there, too. The Cheetah Man. Yes, but that's another story. If you want the ultimate game challenge, you have to get Action 52. Yeah, it's so cool. 52 games in one, and you can even play it on Nintendo. Man, it's awesome. Get yours now. Now playing at a store near you. In 1989, Florida businessman Vince Perry happened to see his son playing a cartridge for the Nintendo Entertainment System. The cart was made in Taiwan and had 40 games on it, instead of the usual one or two. Quote, I figured I'd do it legally. It's obvious when you see something like that. You know there's something there. Created by a small team with little time, experience, or budget, Action 52 was released to the world in 1991 for a price tag of 199 US dollars. That's $406.11 in 2021 money. 21 years later, the world is a mess and Action 52 is old enough to buy weed. The obvious solution to the various ills of the world is to play each of the 52 action-packed games, one a week, in a project I call it takes 52. Hello and welcome to week two of It Takes 52, a podcast designed for your holes. It's January 14th and yesterday I had terrible poops, but I'm feeling better today. Well, host of the show, Bobby Lang, it's about time you make your selection now. Okay, I've got my two D20s and my D12. That's uh, 5 plus 15, 20 plus 18 is 38. Let's see. Number 38. They came from outer space. Try killing all of the green-eyed monsters only to be attacked by their leader. That is the full instructions in the instruction booklet. That came with this $200 game. Okay, let's do it. So, I just played an hour of They Came, dot, 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 which is what it says on the title screen, a.k.a. They Came from Outer Space. So, I think the first thing I need to do is talk about how this game was originally received when you played it on the original NES cart back in 1991. This is reading again from the walkthrough by the underscore admiral. Here is the real kicker, though. This game freezes whenever you die or kill enough enemies to advance to the next stage. Nice! 
great 30 seconds of playtime here. This did not happen for me. In fact, something really different happened to me. But this is because I am not playing Action 52 on an actual Nintendo Entertainment System using an actual Action 52 cart that I spent at least $200 on. And in today money procuring... Actually, how much is an Action 52 cart? Are they even on eBay? Um... Wow, that's... That's actually really low. It's... Looks like it's in a case, like in one of those... You know, look, look at them cases. Yeah, here's one that seems unopened for $550. There's another opened cart for $400. And man, does that cart not look right. It... It is very clearly something that might fit in your Nintendo Entertainment System and even work, but that is that is not the way an NES cart is supposed to look. But I'm also finding this version for like $58 Canadian? Huh. Yeah, yeah, Canadian. I really sh You know what? I'm going to close this tab. That's... Gonna... Fingers just... Okay, close the tab. So the point is, I am using an NES Mini that I hacked to heckin' back, and I had to actually do some special hacking just for Action 52. I have tons of NES and Game Boy and Game Boy Color games on my NES Mini, but I had to do special stuff to the emulator that I put onto the Mini to make it able to run Action 52, because Action 52 kind of barely ran when you paid $200 and brought it home. But I was able to play the game, and so I'll be able to tell you what you missed. They Came From Outer Space is a space shooter. You control a little purple spaceship and you fly around shooting the things that are bad and trying to shoot you and collecting big power-ups with the letter P on them that seem to do nothing. And according to other Action 52 experts on the internet, it seems no one else has deciphered a use for the power-ups because it doesn't seem to increase your rate of fire. It doesn't seem to increase your durability which is another thing I'll talk about. It doesn't make your shots different. It's just something to collect, and they disappear within a few seconds. There's also one-ups, which I will get to later. You are in space, 
and the main obstacles are just these blocks that seem to be diced for two, like with the two pips kind of diagonally. There's just a bunch of giant dice displaying the number two all over the place, and you can't really move through them except for one in one of the early levels that you need to be able to move through so that you can get around the screen, so they just made that one fly throughable. Or it was just a complete mistake, who knows? And then there's this magenta stuff that looks kind of like silly string, and to me, and this is going to be a somewhat niche reference, I immediately thought of Homestuck. During the Cascade, when we see the frog that is the entire beta universe and see the cancer inside of the universe, and it's this giant space cancer, and it's this white stringy stuff, and it's just taking over the universe. Imagine that, but magenta. So I'm going to be referring to that as space cancer for the rest of this episode. Apologies if that kind of sucks for you. It's a sincere apologies. But I'm also going to keep doing it. The most common enemies in the early levels are these purple ships that are the same color as your ship, but have more of a buggy Galaga design to them. They fire a few shots, and occasionally, if that shot hits you, you'll take, you'll, you'll lose a life, you'll restart the level. Apparently, there is a durability mechanic of some sort that you can take a few shots, but also the hit detection just seems really wonky, so it's hard to tell. I believe this is going to be true for most games in Action 52, but this game in particular is quite inconsistent. The other enemy you have early on are just these little green guys that I guess are supposed to be the green-eyed monsters, but just like a green parallelogram that spins a bit or something and moves very quickly. I believe it gives you more points, and either you have to shoot a certain amount of ships or accrue a certain amount of points, and you'll get to the next level. Now, if you were playing... On the NES back in the day, this would just crash your game. But fortunately for us, I guess we go to the next level. Moving your ship around is fairly straightforward, but it's not smooth. There are a lot of just little problems with the way you move, and also with the way enemy ships move. When enemy ships are spawned, they'll be spawned pointing in a certain direction, and they will shoot in that direction. They will move in multiple directions around the map, but the ship itself will never turn. They didn't program in any behavior that advanced. So the ship just is constantly only firing in one direction and moving around kind of plodding around in a way that's kind of cute almost uh so it's often fairly easy to completely avoid getting shot even though the bullet sprites are just a pixel 
and they're gray on a black and sometimes gray background and it's pretty hard to see them but even then you aren't going to lose too many lives after you've played for like five ten minutes the early levels do have something kind of interesting going on in the background and this could just be because i have a real fondness for the way old nes games look but especially with that stringy stuff there is something about it that's quite visually arresting but also in the first level there's these blobs of this space cancer and if you touch it you die if you touch it in the right place like again the hit detection you have to get right onto it and maybe move around for a second and then it'll be like oh you should be dead and you get booted back in the second level those things are there too but there's also just these fields of space cancer and those won't hurt you you only have to avoid the stationary blobs of space cancer that are the exact same color as the stuff that you don't have to avoid the third level has these blue rings in the background which don't seem to do anything but they are kind of pretty to look at and yeah the visuals kind of continue like that around here is when things start getting mechanically interesting though because this is when one-ups start appearing and once they start appearing they just keep coming it becomes very easy to not lose the game because the one-ups start spawning at a disquieting pace and this is how i ended up trapped in level six level six is when i started taking notes harmless gray space cancer as background pink two blocks as obstacles large skulls only a tiny part hurts you so the background of level six is gray space cancer but it's gray and it's harmless and it's just a background but it is the same color as the bullets and that makes things kind of tricky you also have those pink two blocks that look kind of like dice and you have these large white skulls there's just like four five skulls there in the space background and one part of it will kill you but it's not an instant kill you have to go over it a couple times this might be the durability thing but it also isn't always the same part they're confusing and to be avoided there's only two ship types in this level you've got the green bonus boys that i called them because they don't really shoot bullets of their own i haven't really seen much and mostly if you run into them they just explode you don't get points for that but they're just kind of there we have to look out for in this level are what i called the steel bruisers which were the slightly different shade of gray uh just kind of wall-shaped guys who shoot bullets pretty fast and if they run into you they usually kill you however what makes this whole level tricky or just weird is that power-ups don't spawn 
only one-ups, and one-ups don't disappear after a few seconds. And the NES, or this cart, is only able to show five different objects that aren't your ship at a time. So eventually, when you're playing this level, you will just become drowning in one-ups. Because if you just sit and do nothing and avoid the ships, eventually, each time the game spawns something, it could spawn a one-up and not a ship that will move around and then disappear. So inevitably, eventually, unless you pick up the one-ups, you have five one-ups on the screen and nothing is happening and there's nothing you can shoot to then advance the level. So you pick up the one-ups and then more ships appear, but it's kind of hard to get them. And that's when I started noticing my lives count after each death was D. I had D lives left. And then after I lost the next life, I had C. And then B, and then A, and then blank, and then question mark, and then 9, 8, 7. So I kept playing. I kept trying to beat level 6. I had gotten to a point that I collected so many 1-ups that my lives counter was just a red square. No. I tried to just die over and over to get back down and kind of thought that I might have done something and permanently stuck myself on that level. But eventually, I got down and saw, Oh, I have X lives left! Yay! Only 25, 35 more times of ramming myself into these skulls over and over again to go. I ended up dying about 150 times to escape this one level, because I had accrued so many one-ups. And it was just really interesting to have life, like, just constantly appearing life, trapping me in a skull death zone. I don't know what that means, but it's definitely art. Yeah, my high score was uh, 13,275. There seemed to be more levels, but level 6 and being trapped there trying to escape via death and failing took up the bulk of my hour. All in all, I kind of liked They Came. It's definitely got problems, and getting past level 6 is really hard, but it's weird and interesting. And I honestly kind of dig the visuals. Wasn't a terrible place to be for an hour. And I had the music on for most of the time, and it's repetitive, but in a way that just kind of fades into the background. So I was able to beat Miong, and I wasn't able to beat They Came, but I think I'm going to put They Came above. Even though Miong is technically a better game and that it is 
more understandable and beatable and in the original version didn't crash as soon as you beat the level or died so maybe i re nah but i i kind of enjoyed this and this is my ranking so i am putting they came at number one and neon at number two i'm probably not going to keep a precise ranking as we continue because there well actually talking about the game took up all the time this week and i don't have much else to say anyway so i'm just gonna wrap this up by saying thank you for listening oh and special thanks to gamergod91 for the Cheetah Men metal cover that I am using as the ending music. You can find it on YouTube. Look it up. GamerGod91 only has 182 subscribers. Yeah, check it out. Maybe you'll like it. Sign off. I recording. I was. Ah, well, wonders never cease.